Welcome to another episode of Street Writers. These are 10 minutes of writing motivation, inspiration, and activation. This is the first half of our interview with Nancy Kidder, an American University professor who teaches a course called Writing and Fighting. Just wanted to let everybody know Nancy's a writer and professor out of Washington, D.C., and she graduated from Duke University and received an MFA in creative writing from American University, and that's where she teaches a course called Writing and Fighting. Street writers, writing and fighting, love it. And it uses combat sports as a vehicle to explore the rhetorical structures of fiction and nonfiction. And the students will also examine culture, race, gender, and the human condition. And as you said, Nancy, it, through a sport that juxtaposes, I can't use juxtaposes, I can't say it, juxtaposes unrelenting aggression with heroic fortitude. So uh, we are totally stoked to have you on the program. Thank you so much for having me on. I use you guys in sometimes for my class. Um, That's awesome. For 10 minutes, they don't have to look at a book. They can listen to these cool guys or smart Alex and- um, Oh yeah. <laughs> That's so, uh, great. I'm actually thankful to you and how you've added to my course. Kate, let's swing at this. So Nancy, this is our tips or tricks or sleight of hand to power up your pencil if anyone uses pencils and percolate your brain. Hopefully they have brains. Give us a technique that you enjoy or inspired by when you're you write all right well i'm actually going to go into to professor mode uh oh good straighter do you have anxiety right there <laughs> to explain what i've learned about teaching writing and the whole idea you guys have probably heard that process is more important than product mm-hmm Mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting because when we um, first developed composition and teaching rhetoric, it was product. We're thinking in the late 1900s, it was write an essay about bicycles, go do it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, use this, you know, Aristotle kind of gave us some models of how to build an argument. Ah, there you go. Mm -hmm. And what no thought or kind of training was given on how as mm. the process of writing which left a lot of students, I feel like basically you'd have, what if I have more than one conclusion? What if uh, there's a n more than one narrative thread? So basically you really got conservative, boring writing <laughs> in that right. way. Very structural, and, yep. And structural, and then I also see that a lot of students, you didn't think you were a good writer because you would get stuck and there was mm -hmm. no, didn't have any um, tips as the show talked about. The three process writing theories that came out, expressionism, cognitive psychology, and social construct. And expressionism came out in the 60s when the hippies were, were thinking, oh, I have a cat that just, sorry. There you go. <laughs> wants to cat, be on TV. The cat toss over the shoulder, right there. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> it, um, it came out when they people uh, started thinking, don't think about the audience just write that's the journaling that's the free writing free writing basically also this idea of marshall McLuhan, peter elbow that stop overthinking and just get it out there on the page mm -hmm. and then we have cognitive psychology that comes out in the 80s and 90s which we thought of writing in more scientific ways as a behavior this is where templates come around you realize that a template is actually generative and i also think that Cognitive also happened to come around when we had word processors and computers where we could actually think of writing not as linear as recursive, that you could go, 
that you have to sometimes go backwards and forward as you write. And that's much easier when you have copy and edit. And sure. And the last one is social construct where you have to, you're writing as a conversation. You're bringing in other writers and other thoughts and experts, and then you're giving an analysis and adding to that conversation. Do any of these techniques kind of go to something that you do yourself. My goal is to, you know, like Jack Kerouac, we were just talking about, just start writing on toilet paper till, you know, the idea comes out. And that's that, that didn't sound That didn't sound right, the combination <laughs> toilet paper comes out. Go with it though, Mark, keep yeah, going. We get scatological when we can. It's, it's, a, it's a surefire, surefire hit. That to me is, is the big challenge, is to stop the editing mind. And I think the three approaches you know, you talk about are all ways to, you know, get the words on paper before you panic or you freeze with the, the blank page. So yeah, I mean, I think I'm in, in that first camp. I know I've applied myself to each of those at different times. And, and I think you begin coming out of certain educational systems with that structure. This is the way it has to be, right? There's this, you make your argument, structure it out, go from there. Maybe you start to add some character of yourself into it. You get to that that third way of approaching. And I find now it's it's much more natural and loose. And maybe it's a combination of all three. I intuitively sort of know maybe how to structure things, the notes that I'm hitting. What would you recommend to somebody who's got the desire to write, but maybe is locked down or is intimidated by it? I'm so glad you asked that because I actually expose them to all three mm -hmm. of the theory. Mm -hmm. I use all three of them, I've used expressionism where I just have to get a zero draft out, just put some words on. I also believe in templates. I believe mm -hmm. that giving myself some sort of framework or looking at someone else, what they've done, and just maybe, um, obviously not stealing, but seeing how, what rhetorical choices they made can be freeing. And as well as I sometimes think about doing it as a conversation. If I were to talk to you, Dan, about who's the best fighter out these days. Mark would be the best fighter I know. <laughs> yeah. But right. you would think about the dialogue and that's where I would think about counterpoints and, yeah. and you know, these are instrumental. But basically, there is no right way. It depends on what works for you as an individual, but also on the piece of or work you're work working on. Yeah, right. Um, so I try and give them this toolbox. Got a tip to share? Send it to streetwriters.podcast at gmail.com. It is time for They Beat Us to the Punch. Admiring the craft or being jealous of it? I'll just sit and I'll I'll take out Norman Mailer and, <laughs> and read about, you know, when he covered Rumble's Jungle. The Gate Lease and The Loser. Mm. The Loser is a winner in my semester every time. The joy is, is that my students, they don't really offhand know Floyd Patterson. It's a downside of sports. It's a defeat. It's so honest and Floyd comes across as such a human. Uh, you can't help but finding a connection. It was written in March 1964 for Esquire magazine. Uh, Patterson, this was his second loss to Liston, knocked out. He had been the champion before. The end paragraph is just, I'll just read it. And then after helping the children with their coats and walking out of the station wagon and kissing her husband goodbye, Mrs. Patterson began the drive down the dirt road to the highway. Patterson waved once and stood for a moment watching the taillights go. 
And then he turned and walked slowly back toward the house. Just using the description, it's fascinating. So I highly recommend this if you just Google it. My favorite fight writer for MMA, Chuck Middenhall, and he now works at The Athletic, which is a great um, subscription-based sports media. You have to pay to get it, but it's long-form, excellent writing. Real quickly, this was he was talking about a fight with Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal. But I'll read it. The doctor stopped it as Diaz rose from his stool in the fourth round. The crowd at MSG felt the pang of a buzzkill and let out a thunderous groan. An outsider from the commission, perhaps tone deaf to the extraordinary circumstances of the meeting, erred to the side of caution. It was like he took away the hunger of two dogs trying to kill each other over a bone mid -in. The fight was over and all that was left was the feeling of unresolved. Mm. That's so great. What writing is knocking you out? Tell us about it at anchor.fm slash streetwriters slash message. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, please, and connect with us at streetwriters.podcast at gmail.com. Tell your friends to listen, please, and their friends too. <laughs> Take it to the streets. And fight to write. <laughs> <laughs>